What up, world? It's your boy, AJ Richardson and Theo Pinson here on Run Your Race. Yo, first and foremost, Theo, congratulations, my dog. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hey, this is a handshake. Oh, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. There you go. <laughs> there we go. What's this, number four? Contract number four for you? Contract number four. And first, I want to thank Nico. I want to thank Mark Cuban. I want to thank Jason Kidd for giving me this opportunity. Very grateful. I personally just want to thank them for letting me be me. I think that's the biggest thing throughout this whole process. I feel like a couple of times throughout my journey, just felt like what I brought to the team and what I've done was taken for granted. And I feel like the Dallas Mavs in the front office and the coaching staff, and also my teammates accepted me and uh, let me be me. And I'm, I'm excited for this year and I think it's gonna be, be fun. You sound happy, my brother. Hey, listen. That's I'm the most important thing. Hey, listen, hey. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I'm ready to get this thing going. Hey. So, hey, but this is the first one that I'm excited about and I feel like I'm gonna get a real opportunity, so. Nah, I love that for you. I'm happy for you, bro. From like the beginning, man, that's why we started this. Let's talk about high school, like mm -hmm. where it all started from the beginning. You know Thanks. what I mean? Um, at one point, you was the number one player in the country, right? Yeah. Uh, number one player in the country. I remember I was sitting in school and I was just on the computer. I was in the computer lab for some reason and well, clearly probably doing work or some shit. But, but was you really doing <laughs> was work? I really doing work? I was looking at the rankings. <laughs> And next thing you know, I refreshed it and I was at the top. It was number one. I was like, what just happened? Wait, what age was this? Uh, I was 14. I was 14 and it was crazy. I remember as soon as I saw it, I called my pops and I said, yo, dad, I'm like number one in the nation. He was like, what? And then I told him and we just got hyped, started screaming, blah, blah, blah. But I'm, I'll be the first one to tell you. I could not handle it, bruh. Like, from that day on, from that day when I became number one in the nation till now, I understood, like, when you have that target on your back, you're right. not, like, you're getting haunted now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just handed to you. It come with a lot. It come with a lot. So it was, it, it was tough. It was tough for me. Um, I enjoyed it because it was like I put all that work in. I had so much fun playing the game. But right. once that happened, it wasn't really fun like that no more. It was right. like everybody, coaches, parents, players, everybody trying to just come knock off the top dog. So at that point, it, it was a learning experience that I liked a lot. Right. I bet in the games, like all the players, they was like, oh, we playing against no one player in the country. Oh, I'm at his neck. Every game, bro. Every, every it was like game, no days off. Every game. And it was like, I just... I'm going into every game like, all right, I can't chill because whoever's guarding me or whoever's playing against me, they're going to try to kill me every time I go on the court. So it was a whole lot of pressure that I had to get through. I think the crazy thing for me is, bro, we both, we both from North Carolina, Greensboro, yeah. Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Bro, you was the number one player in the nation from small Greensboro. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players. We kind of combine from North Carolina. We kind of combine yeah, everything. Yeah, the triad. You know, you got Winston, you got, you Winston, got Greensboro, Greensboro, Raleigh, and Raleigh. all that. We we throw Charlotte in there a little bit, but y'all still like an hour fifteen away. Nice facts. So it's That's kind of far. But like I said, it, it it was it was a cool moment for me and my family. But it was also a good learning experience too. It was a good learning experience. But going to you, uh, I know you had started off playing basketball, and you kind of along the way figured out like this wasn't what 
That wasn't what God said. That's what mm-hmm. my, that's not that what I'm my calling. <laughs> that wasn't my calling. It wasn't my calling at all. So when you figured that out, what was the next step for you? What got you to like, all right, figuring out what you want to do next? I knew I wanted to always be, in, be around sports, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what that looked like. Yeah. So for me, I always been like a people's person, my personality, goofy, like, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, build relationships. For sure. So when I was in high school, I played my first two years. I played JV my first two years, freshman year, sophomore year. Um, sophomore year, I played like a couple of games because I was ineligible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't really play my, my whole sophomore year. So then after that, junior and senior year, it was like, what do you do to like stay around the game? So for me, I was blessed enough to have um, a cousin that made it to the league, you know yeah. what I mean, with Chris and CJ, and they took me under their wing. So in college, instead of going to like the spring breaks and things like that with my friends, yeah. I used to always fly to LA and be around CJ and Chris because yeah. I just wanted to like learn, be a sponge, um, be in all the meetings, all the conversations they having. And then hopefully that'll help me be like, all right, this is what I want to do. What direction you want to go? What in? direction I want to go yeah. in? And be honest field? with you. Because yeah. different fields in basketball to go into. What people don't understand is, bro, in the sports, it's so many jobs bro. in the sports industry. And like, all of them equally important. All of them equally important. Whether all you the scout, them. the GM, no. the yeah. towel the manager, whatever that case may be. Like, it's important. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought, like, I had to either be the head coach. Yeah. Uh, I had to be the player, which that was already X'd out. Yeah. Um, so I was like, how can I, like, what, what am I, what I'm going to do? Yeah. So just being around CJ and Chris and my family and stuff like that, I, along the way, I built so many relationships. So a lot of, like, execs yeah. and things like that. So I knew, like, all right, this is, this is where I could go. Let me build my relationships and talk and have conversations with these people, see what they day-to-days be like and stuff like that. I think that's big time because it's not just that works in both fields. Having connections is probably the biggest thing in this game. Bro, what? Like knowing, pe- knowing the right people and staying, not burning bridges and just being a sponge. You know right. what I'm saying? Like even being a sponge playing basketball, you want to learn from different people. You want to learn how to take it to the next level and just right. connect with people in different fields. Right. I mean, just like in basketball, the trainer is just important as the player because they get us right after. Exactly. With no game. trainer. How are you going to go in and exactly. go play? So it's, it, that, that's huge, bro. And uh, I know at a young age, that was probably hard to realize when you're, when you're young, you're playing basketball and you're like, yeah. I want to be an NBA player. You know what I'm saying? But for you to be mature enough to be like, all right, look, this ain't what I'm going to do. This ain't going to take me and make me very successful. I'm not going to make a lot of money or be happy doing this or something like that. So you take being aware and what, recognizing that ain't what I'm going to do. Nah, that's definitely important. And I think it comes with having the right people around you. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, my support system and things like that. But that's important. I always say relationships is the most important things in life. For sure. It's not what you know. It's always who you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that got me a long, a long way. Um, but back to you, bro. Like, you was the number one player. You went to Westland, right? Yeah, Westland Christian Academy. Westland Christian Academy. So now we in 
2022 and a lot of these kids in high school, they go to like four different high schools mm-hmm. in a four year yeah. school, like school, yeah. school um, career or whatever. That wasn't, your, that wasn't your story. Nah, so I had, I went to Oak Ridge uh, Military Academy my first year, uh, my freshman year. Uh, I went there because there was a whole lot of top players there that were, uh, that went there and we were traveling around, the, they were going to travel around the country and it was local too. So right, we were right. going to travel around the country and play all these top teams. And then that year went by, I was number one in the nation then, blah, blah, it was fun, it was cool. Then I went to Wesleyan and played my first two years, my sophomore, junior year, mm-hmm. and I had an opportunity to go to Oak, Oak Hill. Mm-hmm. And they, that was, I could have went to a third school. Right. But my thing was, it was like, my junior year I committed to North Carolina. And uh, once I committed, my parents was like, do you want to go to Oak Hill? You know, you know everybody wanted Yeah, everybody, that's what everybody Everybody knew about Oak Hill. Everybody wanted to be a part of something like that because you're traveling. Exactly. Playing all these big time high school basketball games. And then I sat down and I thought about it. I'm like, I'm a highly ranked player. Right. We going everywhere too. Right. With my high school. I'm at home with my family. I'm not, I don't have to be away from my family. So, right, which is important. Which is very important to me. So it, it wasn't really that hard for me. I, I decided to just stay at home and be with my, and we ended up winning another state championship my senior year. And it was, it was, it was cool. I mean, I, I, it was an easy decision for me. And it was one of those things where if you really have that name, people are gonna come to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta worry right. about going to these other schools. Make it, make your town proud, make your city proud, and exactly do what you do. That's doing. important. Yeah, for sure. That's important. And I think, I think that's important, very important. So I, I, that's what I did, and happy I did do that. How many state championships? State championships did you win when you was in high school? I got two of them. I got one my uh, junior year and senior year, so back to back, back to back championships, which was which was pretty dope. We had a really, good, we had a lot of talent on our team. Me. Harry Giles, we had Quail Richmond, uh, Trey Chapman. We had a lot of good players come through uh, those Wesleyan days. Wait, I don't think I knew you and Harry played together. We played together my junior year. And he, Harry, Harry got was hurt a, my senior year. Right, gotcha. So speaking of injuries, you, you had some setbacks in high school as well. Yeah. Yep. Huh? So being a number one player, you know what I mean, and having setbacks, mm-hmm. how did you overcome like, that adversity? Yeah, it was it was tough, man. I mean, so I had broke I broke my foot three times. I mm-hmm. broke my foot my junior year in high school. I broke my foot my freshman year in college, and my junior year in college. And so my first time I broke it in my junior year in high school. Hey, my boy, you got bad feet. Yeah, yeah, we good now. <laughs> we good now. Uh, but it's crazy. I had played on it for a minute, and it was just it gave out. You know what I'm saying? I remember I was playing pickup at Wesleyan and we was playing pickup and I just went up, shot a jump shot, came down, felt it and felt it just go. And it was, that was a weird experience. Was that like your first time ever getting hurt? That was my first time having a major injury for okay. sure. So had surgery, had to rehab and do all this stuff and came back. I thought... I never had, I never done that before, right. like rehabbing. Different. So it was yeah, just it was like, different. I didn't know what to do, how to right. feel or anything. So I just did it and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm in this boot, I'm in this whatever. And that was just, 
a obstacle that I got through. Mentally, I was good, honestly. Right. Okay. I mean, it was, I was never down or out or something like that. Of course, I wanted to play basketball, but it was just another thing I had to get through. Right. But honestly, I had everything. That wasn't my hardest obstacle. My hardest obstacle was, or the most difficult challenge I had in my high school career is I was number two in the nation behind Andrew Wiggins. And yeah, I remember, I remember that this vividly. <laughs> number two in the nature, nation behind Andrew Wiggins. And USA um, U16s was coming up, world championship. And I had been on the USA team two years before. So I made that team. I'm coming back. I'm like, okay, I'm number two in the nation. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna make this team. So I come in, I just, I see, we got all the same coaches. So I'm cool with everybody. Like, Yo, what up, what up, blah, blah, blah. I'm hooping, we playing. I'm playing okay. I'm not playing, I'm not like separating myself though. Like I'm just playing the right way, doing it, not going, being super aggressive, but just playing the right way. And then uh, all the cuts come in, come in and I don't make it. Crushed me. Number two in the nation, and I didn't make the team. And it crushed me, bro. Like, I, I can't. That feeling I will never forget. Because literally, it's so crazy how they do it. It's because you get cut, and they got your plane ticket right ready. after that, ready to go. And my dad was there <laughs> in Colorado Springs with me. And he was with me, and I was just crying in his arms. I was like, bro, I can't believe it. But honestly, I couldn't be mad at anybody but myself because right, like, right, I right. knew I like you didn't separate yourself. Right. And on a whole flight back, I'm just sitting there like tearing up, just like, how the heck did I not make this damn team? And I was pissed. And the crazy part about it, and this, that, this part probably changed, not even probably, it changed my whole life, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I don't make it, and I go to Nike Hoop Summit. Uh-huh. I go, no, Nike. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, because I think ain't that now it's the Nike Academy. I think can't even remember. But you were one of those big camps. You yeah, yeah I went to a, I went camps. to a big camp. I think it was no Nike Global Challenge or something like okay. that. It was Nike Global Challenge, and um, of course I'm pissed off. Right. So I go to this camp and I kill him, bro. I I played so well, and the, and, and the people at that camp was on the USA team, right? No, so those people that was on the USA team, they couldn't go to oh, that they couldn't camp go to this because okay, they was okay. going to okay, Lithuania. Okay, they was going to Lithuania. And I went to this camp and I was killing, bro. Like every college coach you can name was in there. Mm -hmm. And that's after that camp is when I officially got my North Carolina offer. Coach Williams was the last big time school to offer me because every time he came to see me play, I didn't play well, never played well. And then he came to that game, he came to that camp, and he saw me play two or three times, and I was the best player on the floor. Played Andrew Wiggins in that camp, and went head to head. We both had like 22. Mm -hmm. It was crazy it was game. Battle. It was a battle. And he offered me right after that, and he called me. I remember this to this day. He's like, that's the Theo Pinson I've been hearing about. I'm giving you an offer to North Carolina. Shout out to and Coach Williams. And it was, yeah, definitely shout out to <laughs> Coach Williams. And the rest is history at that point, but that that one experience right there changed my whole life. Of, I never forget. Just like you can't really ease yourself. You nothing's guaranteed. Nothing. No matter where you, I was number two in the nation. Didn't make it, but then it end up 
that helped me fuel to me to who I am today. Cause you know, right. nothing's handed to you no matter who you are. So it was, it was a big time moment for me. Of course, I wish I would have made the USA team, right. but it was, it was cool. But you have, how many gold medals do you have? I just got one. You just that got was, one, that right? was the, that, I went on that one uh, USA trip, one gold medal. With, our team was stacked. Me, Tyus Jones, Jaleel Okafor, Jabari Parker, Aaron Jeez. Gordon, Stanley Johnson. Uh, we had a dude named Larry Austin, um, Justin Jackson, who went to yeah. Carolina with me. It was, we, we were stacked. Um, it was a really good team, but yeah, bro, once that, that, when I didn't make that team, changed my whole perspective on everything. I locked in and it got me where I am today, really. That's crazy, locking in in high school at a young age like that, because yeah. a lot of people, and I don't know if it's just this new generation, but a lot of people be like, all right, well, on to the next. Mm -hmm. But you took that fuel yeah. and that confidence and it like boosted it. And you know what's crazy? That that's the, like a lot of people don't know that part. Right. But they don't know that none of that. Right. So it's crazy just like, Theo, you had it so nah, bro. I've been through some I've been, been through some player shit. in the nation yeah, got I've been, <laughs> I've been through I've, I've been through some shit yeah. like to get me where I am today. And that's where I put everything in perspective to take advantage and enjoy everything. Like, no matter where I am, no matter what my deal is, no matter right. what, I'm going to enjoy every single moment because you don't know if you're going to get back there. You know nah, what I'm saying? Facts. Like, I knew that, like, when I made the first USA team, I knew there's another one coming up. So, right. oh, man, I can't wait to go to Lithuania. You ain't going to you Lithuania. Ain't, you ain't going. You know what I'm saying? So I, but I enjoyed when we went to Cancun and mm -hmm. won that. And so I still have that memory of, like, right. enjoying my teammates and enjoying the experience and winning a gold medal and not taking that for granted. So I think that's a big thing people need to realize also. Nah, not taking that shit for and I granted. think that's, that's why we started this podcast. You know for what sure. I mean? It's called Run Your Race for a Reason. Like, I feel like we live in a world with social media and everything like mm -hmm. that, that mm -hmm. we only show the highlights. Yeah. But don't nobody show the low lights. Yeah, nobody. Even for myself, like you look at my social media, you only see the things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The, the high moments mm -hmm. and things like that. But yeah. I don't even show like my love moments. Yeah. Only people that I talk to every day or people that that's close sure. to me know like what, what sure. really goes down and what really happens. And that's, and that's the part. And like I said, that's why we want to do this, why we wanted to make this podcast nah, and get this thing facts. rolling is because we want people to know us as athlete, athletes and people as businessmen and doing things on the, uh, on the outside. Right. It's not always pretty. It's not always what you think it is. It's not always... It ain't always sweet. It ain't sweet. It ain't sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really a grind to get here, and not everybody's cut out for it. It's really a different mindset, and you got to be a different type of dude or woman or whatever to, to get where you are today. So that's why we wanted to make this podcast and really get people to get people here to speak and let them know, like, what they went through from the right. beginning to college or if they went straight to the league yeah. or, or you what, whatever you know what respectful and, and crew, what uh, career that you in. But now it's fact, even like for me, like when I was on academic probation in, in, um, in high school for the first time, like I remember my mom cussed me out so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Like so bad. And like grades was like important. Mm -hmm. Like my little sister, Koya, she was always like, uh, uh, made good grades. And then my older brother, 
Reggie always made yeah, good gravy. I was the only, yeah. exactly, I was the only one in the house <laughs> that was bringing home D's and F's yeah. and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, wait, wait, wait. Something got to give. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I remember, I don't know if Chris remembers this, but I remember I had got an F and I don't, know, I don't remember what class, but Chris always used to ask for like my report card. Chris was like, because in our family, grades was important. Yeah. Grades was important. So he asked for my report card or something. And I think I lied. I lied and said <laughs> I didn't get my report card or something. Yeah. And dog. And you know, like when like, you got role models and things yeah, like yeah. that. So when you like let your role models down, yeah, it hit them. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hit different. When he found out, mm-hmm. oh, it hit different. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, something got to change. Yeah. So you had to lock in. I had to lock in, lock in. Because I think what a lot of people don't know is, and you tell me if I'm wrong, when you're an athlete in high school, your freshman, your freshman and sophomore year, when it comes to school, is like super, super, super important. Mm-hmm. It's way more important than like your, your junior and senior year because you're already pretty much like yeah. done and like yeah. um, everything is already in the books. Yeah. But like it's the way you start in high school. And I For didn't sure. know that. For sure. You yeah, know it's, I mean? That's definitely how it is. I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat like I'm the best dude. Right, 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 you know right. what I'm saying? I was a guy who just liked to get by. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Me too. Like, I'm, Me too. We're going to shoot it straight on here. We're not going <laughs> to sugarcoat shit. <laughs> Listen, Thanks, me too. I just tried to get by. But one thing I do know, if you go to high, when you get to high school and when you get to college, start strong. Yes. That is so important. you can chill. I'm, I'm just trying to give you the recipe. <laughs> start strong so you can chill that junior, senior year. Because I'm telling you, you don't want to stress late. Man, what you you a senior up here having like Bruh, you got taking like, classes? Listen, everybody getting hey, early. Listen, everybody, you, <laughs> listen, you, you want to be leaving early? I'm telling you, it's <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. Early, like get all that because at the end of the day, your freshman sophomore year, you you kind of like excited anyway exactly. because exactly. oh, I'm a high schooler now, yeah. blah blah blah. Exactly, like, I want to start off get good grades, blah yeah. blah blah. So knock out all the shit early because your junior senior year, you're gonna hit that wall and you like. Man, damn, I don't want to be here no more, bro. Like, I am tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just remember I was so excited to just go to college and just, I know I had this one class I had to pass. And like, I did, I did, I did my thing where I didn't have to stress too much, but right. I still had to stress a little bit, which right. if I knew if I did a little bit more earlier, I wouldn't have to stress too much late. But right. it was, like I said, that's the biggest advice academically I can give you. Start strong early. Your freshman, sophomore year, knock that, knock most of the hard shit out if you can. Nah, facts. You know what I'm saying? So. Facts, facts. That's important, man. That's important. Let's talk about family. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? For um, sure. Sacrifice, bro. Sacrifice. So you was going back to being the number one player. I think that's still crazy to me. Like, mm-hmm. the, number, <laughs> like the number one player in the nation. I don't dog. think I really think about it like that. Like it really is. Like, like it's bro. Yeah. It, it's so many yeah. people in this world yeah. that's trying great. to play this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at one point in your life, you was the best player yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How did your, how did your family like help you like not get too big headed and things like that? I know you said you couldn't handle it, but like, nah. None of it was like, I didn't, my personality didn't change. Right. Like how I treated people and how I did it, that, that should never change. Right. That, none of that changed. It was just like the approach to the game. Right. The approach to like, you can't ease in the shit no more. That was, that was the main thing. But it was an adjustment for them too. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, 
they could see me like, all right, he's taking this a little. Yeah. He's not taking it head on like yeah. you thought he would. Like he's not hitting them in the mouth like he usually do because right. he's just like backing up like, damn. Some games you might just be yeah, chilling yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not doing, not and then it's like, I'm not playing my game no more because I'm so trying to prove that I am number one in the right. instead of just playing basketball. Right, let the game that's come what, to you. Exactly. That's what got me where I was in the first place. Right. I just let the game come to me. I was just out there hooping. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, I'm out there trying to go at people and do stuff, and I'm talking jump back to parents and, and coaches. I'm like, forget y'all. I'm nice. Blah, right. Blah, blah. Uh, and whatever. And that took me out of my game a little bit because right. I ain't never played like that. But then when that happened, I felt like I had to play like that. Yeah, Just like yeah. when Bron was with the Miami, when Bron went to Miami, he was mm-hmm. like, I'm approved to y'all. I'm still that dog exactly. and I had to do that, blah, blah, blah. But right. you see when he calmed down, he wasn't playing out of anger no more. He was just playing basketball. You yeah, won championships yeah, and just did cool. whatever. So that's the part that people don't really understand. My family, they definitely helped me out a lot, but it was an adjustment for them also. Yeah. Where um it was it was tough. But like I said, I want to thank them too for all the sacrifice they done. They don't parents don't get enough That's facts enough credit for what they do on the on the back end of like getting us to where we need to be driving especially back then though like back then they had to drive us to the tournaments they had to pay for the hotel they had to pay for all that it's towards the end of my high school career is when they start paying for everything so it wasn't really it wasn't that bad then but before that you had to they had to do everything you know what i'm saying and it was it was tough but I think staying on the subject of family, I think it was big time for you personally having your big brother and Koya, your sister, leading the way also, like showing yeah. by example, like, listen, get good grades. You don't got to worry about somebody cussing you out. You nah, don't got to worry about all this other stuff. And you get to kind of dictate what you want to do with your life because yeah. you have this, you have like a, um, a resume of being a good student, being a good person, that helps you in the long run and with other people. They're like, oh, he had good grades. He even went to college. Right. He even did all this stuff. We, we'll bring you to this company and we'll let you run this. We'll let you do this. Yeah. So I think that I'm sure that probably helped you a little bit. Nah, it helped me a lot. And like you said, like my personality and my character, that never changed. Yeah. Just because you know my family. Mm-hmm. Like humble is like the most yeah. important thing. For sure. You know what I mean? We always say, like, no matter who you are, treat the treat the CEO like, or treat the janitor like he's the CEO, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but yeah, even, and you know, like, my, my family, like, super, super, super close. Mm-hmm. So my big brother, Reggie, my little sister, Koya, and then CJ and Chris, who's, like, my big brothers as well. Yeah. And then um, my mom, my aunt, and stuff, like, they always stay on us about making good grades, um, being kind to others, and things like that. Cause that takes you a long way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you never know who you might be talking to. Yeah. Never. So you up here being rude to this person. That person might be a whole CEO to a billion dollar business. You and you might be looking for a job, but now you up here being an asshole mm-hmm. and that, that whole opportunity is gone never just know. because you're not being exactly. a good person. Um, so yeah, I think that comes from my family and my values and my morals and how I was raised and things mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. That's important, bro. That's super important. And that's what pretty much we're trying to do with this podcast. We want to just 
pretty much give people the platform to speak out and just show how they're human, how they've been through yeah. really good times and been through tough times to get them and for them to speak out and show not just when they get to the league or when they get to the big time business, how they mm -hmm. struggled when they started, when they, what they went through when they was little and stuff like that, just to show the grind and the journey and the race they ran to get to where they are today. Nah, facts. So I think that's the biggest thing. And uh, we're excited, man. We're excited for everybody to join us. Uh, Y'all tap in on Spotify and Apple. What is it? Apple? Apple what? It's Apple. It's Apple. Just Apple? Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Everybody Spotify. tap in to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Just tap in with us. Keep joining us on this journey. We're going to have plenty of guests. We're going to have all type, talk about all types of stuff. We're going to have athletes, business guys, GMs. We're going to try to do it all. And we're going to not try to. We're going to do it all. <laughs> and we're going to have a good time also. Y'all you know, know me. Everything going to be authentic. Everything going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. And um, next time we're going to talk about our college experience and uh, just we're going to like I said, we're going to take you through the whole race. We're not going to just, we're not going to skip nothing. We're going to take you through the whole race. And that's what we're going to try to do with everybody, with our guests and every episode we go on. And um, it's going to be fun, man. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yep. I, I appreciate know. you doing with us, though. For sure. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Yep.